What up? What up? What up? It's Rec League Podcast, man. Episode number 114. It's your boy, Randy Little. On this episode, we got Rocket. We got Nick. We uh we react to a trailer or three. And then we have a first warning spoiler discussion about the Flash. Um Yeah. The uh the original plan man, the original plan is to always be like four or five deep on, on the conversation, but life happens. We had three. Um yeah, so if you haven't seen the Flash, go see the Flash and then watch the episode. Recently, theatrically, since the last episode, obviously, the Flash came out, the Blackening came out, Elemental from Pixar came out. Extraction 2 was on Netflix. This past weekend, No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence came out. Wes Anderson's Asteroid City came out. This upcoming weekend, you got Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Finally. After they've been talking about releasing this movie for like four years. And then, uh, what's it called? Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. The first DreamWorks animated release I can't find reason to care about in i don't know over 10 years and then the weekend of the next episode you got joyride which looks hilarious and i think like insidious 17 comes out that weekend um on physical media we seem to uh we seem to have had Not the Super Mario Brothers movie. That came out the week before that, but Blu-ray.com never fixed it. The Pope's Exorcist came out. It looks like Disney re-released some stuff. The Man from Toronto came out. Quantum Leap Season 1. I was interested in watching that. just never did. Um, Sweetwater came out. This past Tuesday, Avatar The Way of Water finally Got a physical release. The Covenant from Guy Ritchie got a physical release. Um, Ronin with Robert De Niro. I've never seen that. I've always wanted to. This upcoming Tuesday. Looks like Vacation's getting a 4K. Evil Dead Rise is coming out. Uh, Supposedly Tales of the Walking Dead is getting a physical release. Amazon seems to be bullshitting me on the shipping and then big george foreman is coming out the following tuesday before the next episode is july 4th it looks like some mission impossibles are getting 4ks the truman show is getting a 4k there's a face-off re-release jaws 2 is getting a 4k so um yeah like nothing major coming to physical on on the 4th of july i mean it's a holiday but yeah i'll be back like i said trailer reactions and the flash spoiler discussion man rec league back at it once again uh kind of same layout as uh as last time. I heard something vibrate. 
<laughs> uh, movie trailers, then the main topic. So, uh, we got uh, Craven the Hunter came out. Rocket, what do you think about that Craven trailer? I don't know what to think. I read the comic as a kid, loved the comic. And if that's the case, how you get powers, I'm going to start just cutting like little pricks and animals and trying to get their power or some shit because it's, it's weird. It's like they they retcon a lot of stuff from the comic, but got to adapt it. I'm interested. I'll go see it, but I don't know. I don't, as of now, from what I've seen from the trailer, I don't like how they're portraying Craven. It's just totally different from how it was in the comics. They Sony'd it. They Sony'd it. They, they, they found they a loophole. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I know the fans are out there. Both Venom movies are mid at best. Morbius is mid at best. I have no expectations higher than mid for this movie. I, yeah, I, I, I don't get the fascination with casting Aaron Taylor Johnson. Great actor. Let, no, nothing against him. Great fucking actor. Nocturnal Animals. Bullet Train. Kick-Ass. Age of Ultron. He kills. He will kill this role. But not casting Gerard Butler. Like, hurt me here. I've been saying Gerard Butler since like 2017. Uh, I, the trailer itself, I feel like was kind of a badass trailer until the Rhino part. They they had to go full Sony. That was the that was the Michael Keaton "What's Up Doc" moment in the Morbius trailer. Like, I'm gonna rewatch this mid Spider-Man universe with no Spider-Man before this movie comes out, and I hope it's good. I like it's R-rated. Hopefully, there will be some brutal kills. The red band trailer, he bit a nose off, Danny DeVito style. But my my hopes aren't high, Nicholas. Yeah, that's like that, that's how I would describe the trailer. It's like, yeah, it's another Sony. Like it looks like I don't know who if like who of the filmmakers are shared between the movies, but like it looks. It's like, even if you don't know, it's like, yes, this is part of that Venom and Morbius, like, universe. Like, it's its own little thing. And, and how I do they connect it? Is, yeah, like, he's living in that world with Morbius, but, like, not Spider-Man. Like, at no point was I like, yes, <laughs> Spider-Man is out there somewhere in this world. But we see but that like, quick shot of him being covered in spiders. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, it looked, but it reminded me more of Harry Potter than it did anything Spider-Man related. I was like, oh, he's in the Forbidden Forest or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, I will say, though, and I thought the same thing with Morbius, like, as much hate as you can give something. It's, like, so weird. Like, as a kid, I read these comics, and I knew these characters. I watched them in the cartoon show. I remember Morbius on the cartoon show had hand suckers. Yeah. Couldn't bite. <laughs> like, he had hand suckers. So I just remember being like, Wow. A Morbius movie. That's crazy. And I feel the same way about this. Like, I can see the old, like, the picture of Craven the Hunter, like, standing there, like, with the net. And, like, seeing the poster. Yeah. Poster, great. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Of all the, like, there's a lot of posters with, like, the heroes or whoever sitting on the throne. Uh, Black Panther was a really good one. Yeah. But I was, God damn. I thought it was a fake poster when I saw it. I was like, ah, oh, that's fake. That's too cool. What? That's a real poster? There's skulls? Like, so, like, the poster got me really hyped. Like, Black if I Adam see that thing in a theater, I'm going to be like, oh, 
fuck. But like, that's it. The poster got me more excited than the trailer. But I'm still, there's a part of me that's still like, wow. Explain to like 13 year old me that there's a Craven the Hunter movie <laughs> that have exhausted every other thing and they're just like, Dude, fuck it. It's like they're like waiting for like Madam Web or somebody who's already like a multiversal character to connect all of this shit. Yeah, and again, explain that to me. <laughs> this is a Madam Web movie. What? No way. It's like the Teen Titans Go movie when they're sitting watching all the trailers. It's like Alfred, the movie. <laughs> The Batmobile, the movie. He's like, damn, they made the car before you. <laughs> I hope this, I hope this movie is like Spider-Man 3 with yeah. Tom McGuire. Because you said, like Randy said, at the end of that trailer, you see the rhino. Remember, his brother's chameleon. Are they going to give us a chameleon look at it, too? Like, is he going to be chameleon at one point in the movie for a split second as a cameo? A I mean, I just, Animal. I mean, they could. I mean, the best thing out of it, like, Nick, you hit it on the head. When the poster is better than the trailer, that's not a good sign. Yeah. Number two, number two, the, the best part of that trailer that I saw was when he took the the bear trap and he threw it on that guy's face. That was the best thing I saw on that trailer. Like, I I really hope they don't put out a poster with a bunch of heads. They did that with Morbius. Nobody remembers that poster, but there was like a Morbius poster. It was a bunch of heads. All the Venoms they had posters that are a bunch of heads. Like, Craven doesn't like, eat up heads. The teaser. That poster was, like, hard as hell. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and Morbius all have, like, that tight shot on the face where they're, like, doing the half Venom, half Tom Hardy, half Vampire, half Jared Leto. Yeah. I'm waiting for, like, the Craven that's just, like, a close, tight Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's got, like, a fang showing or just some, some yeah, stupid. Half, half a lion. Yeah. I'm thinking the half of the lion thing. Half a drop of blood. It's like, oh, yeah. He's a drop of blood. Or he's got, like, that war paint, like, scratched across his face or something. And it's like my... I don't know. I, maybe I'm a little hazy. Did the Hunter, like, have powers? In the comics? He had superhuman strength. Like, he had, he had strength like Spider-Man did, in a sense. Yeah. But besides that, that was it. Like, was he hit by a man? I can't even remember how he even got it. Oh. I can't remember how he got it, um, but he did have super strength. I know that, and that's why, like you know, like I said, in Craven the Hunter, you know, when he went after Spider Man, the battles were insane. He beat, he beat, technically killed Spider Man, in a sense, he beat him. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, he got it from a drop of blood that landed in his eye from a lie. I'm like, what? And then he talks to Adam. What, what is this, Doctor Doolittle? Like, I don't even know what it like. I, I didn't get it. That could be him, half his face, and then half him with, like, a top hat. Like, the doctor is in. It's like, fucking, are they still, like, is the goal a Sinister Six? Is that still, like, the goal? It seems like, yeah. it seems like they're trying to get the Sinister, Sinister Six team together first before they even introduce Spider-Man. That's what it seems like. Yeah, it seems like for over ten years, like, Sony's wanted nothing but a Sinister Six movie. They wanted, like, and, like, in fairness, it is, like, they wanted, like, their anti, like, their Avengers to be that. That's kind of cool. Like, the anti, like, while DC is trying to figure out whatever they're doing, Sony's, like, we're going to make. We'll get there. Evil. But it's, like, they don't, they just keep not committing. And it's, like, you think it's going to be, like, we're, we're looking at, like, Venom, Morbius, Craven, 
the what did Michael Keaton Vulture? V- yeah, Vulture, the Rhino, and like what El Muerto? No, that shit just got pulled. <laughs> like yep. fuck. Well, I heard Bad Bunny left. I heard he's not doing it. Oh, that's word? Why yeah, really? What I- so they're looking to recast. I can do it. Pedro Pascal incoming. Yeah, that's just, they're going to call Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Like, Dude, how would you like to play another one? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's like two, I, two MCU actors are already in this movie, though. Yeah. We'll see, though. I mean, like, yeah, either way, it's like I can roll my eyes. It's like I'm there. I'm going to be seated. Yeah. For, the for sure. I might even like it. I don't even like you're like, yeah, the Venoms were mid. And I'm like, yeah. And like, I'm like the only person who like, I thought Morbius was fine. Like, I didn't love it, but everybody like shat on yeah. it. It's fine. It was exactly what I expected it to yeah. be. It wasn't any worse. That flash second was, weekend drop, I've already seen clickbait headlines. It's the biggest second weekend drop since Morbius. In years. So it's, it's obviously, like a, it's obviously bad. Yeah, Morbius did like 40 million its first weekend or something like that. It's like, it, it, it doesn't matter. But it's not the same. No. no. But, um, was a uh, Driveaway Dolls. It's not necessarily Coen Brothers, but it's one of them. And it yeah. looks good. I had no idea what that was. It played in front of Asteroid City, and I had no idea what it was. And then the next day, the trailer was online. And I was like, wait, I saw this last night. Did I Did I get it in front of No Hard Feelings? I, watched, I know I watched it on my own. I remember if I had it in the theater. Which one is that one? Driveaway Dolls? It's, uh, yeah. what is it? Is it Joel Cohen? Joel Cohen or Ethan Cohen. One of the two. One of the two. I think it's Joel Cohen did it. But it's like... uh, No, it's Ethan. Oh. We had a 50-50 shot. Right? (laughs) Margaret Qualey, Geraldine, Viswanathan are... uh, They're just trying to take a road trip, right? But they end up with some shit in the trunk that they didn't know about. And, like, criminal activity is involved and... Jonah Hill's it's, sister, Beanie Feldstein, plays like a cop. But then, like, Coleman Domingo from Fear the Walking Dead is, like, the big boss. Yeah. So it it, look, it looks good. And, like, Matt Damon is involved somehow. Somehow. He's always involved somehow. Yeah. He's always in something. I'll go see it. I can't believe I didn't see the trailer. Like, I, like, I love I, Coleman I, Domingo. I was like, what? I was like, I, I have no idea what it is. It was like from Ethan Cohen. And I was like, Cohen Brothers Cohen? Because there's an Eaton, there's like an Etten Cohen. Oh, no, he directed Holmes and Watson. We don't talk about him. Thanks. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I give a shit. And I was like, wait, no, that's the different Cohen. And like, yeah, it's funny. My Asteroid City got the most random trailers. Like, it was that. And then it was like that movie Theater Camp, which looks really funny. And then it was like Mission Impossible. Gran Turismo, uh, some like horror thing, and I was like, "God damn it!" Like, who? It's like usually you get trailers that market to like whoever the crowd is. Yeah, I think we're excited for Gran Turismo because they're right. Man, so like they both did Buster Scruggs on Netflix, and then Joel did the Macbeth Denzel movie on Apple, and now Ethan's doing this. That was cool. Kind of Baby Driver, kind of. It's own thing. Yeah, like a 
like buddy road heist type movie, yeah. like Western, EO Western type. I'm going to see it. No. I'll, I'll, I'll search it out. Hopefully it gets like a normal movie release. Yeah, it, it. I don't know. My theater got last night in Soho, and it's around the same like release window. Yeah, I might get lucky. And then, uh, lastly, was that that Dumb Money trailer? That looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. I remember hearing that they were making a movie about that, and I thought, so. First, I was like, so soon, and then I was also like, do we give a shit about that enough to make a movie? But like all the people involved, like it's gonna be really funny. Yeah gonna be like one of those kind of like big short type movies that's like really funny yes but also shows you how you shitty some, rich well, white people are yeah the trailer looks really good though the trailer does look good i enjoy that trailer because i remember that happening like in real time that was like two years ago no, i was just gonna say what was it like two or three it, years ago with the gamestop that's kind of messed up though that's uh, like i said that it's i'm watching it just to see how it even took effect because the stock market, that's, 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 that's crazy. When you invest in stock, you want to make money. These billionaires wanted this to fail so they can make money. Like, how does that even work? Like, that's why I want to see how that even works. So yeah, that's my whole thing about it. It's like you invest to see things to make money. They were investing to see this thing fail. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting. Sounds like dumb money to me. <laughs> Idiot. It looks like it comes out the same day as uh, Drive Away Dolls. Jesus. Yeah. The theaters, though. Movies like that tend to go straight to, like, Hulu. Like, Don't say that. They always get, like, written off as, like, fake. But, like, you know, the fucking... There's, like, a spicy Cheeto movie. Out right now, and like, I can't get over it. Flaming Hot, I'll be honest. I want to watch good. it. People what say it's good. It's good. It's good. Flaming Hot is good. Why did they make it? Why were they like, you know, it's an amazing story? Whoever came up with this shit, the hot Cheeto. It's like, yeah, I'm way and whoever came up with the Doritos taco from Taco Bell. And I think this is genius. I've been hearing about this movie for like the last four years. And I knew it, it was just called, at first they didn't know what to go. Then it was like, I heard, you know, Evelyn Gore is, is directing it and calling it Flaming Hot. And I was like, what the hell is this? And then it, when I found out what the synopsis was and what the story was about, I was like, yeah. And, and I think this was in the works for like four, maybe even five years. Why? <laughs> it's a passion. It's a dream project of mine to tell this story. The janitor what? that added spice to the Cheeto. Flaming Hot Cheeto? But it's not even my favorite Cheeto. I like the jalapeno cheddar Cheeto. Those are good. Those, Those are my better favorite ones. Taste, better Those are my favorite ones. Those are my favorite ones. Make the sequel. I so if I <laughs> if I if I'm eating hot Cheetos, I'm eating the baked hot Cheetos. Them motherfuckers are fire. Uh, I'm like the only person in the world who still likes baked chips. It's not. I That's like true. baked chips. Those are good. Hell yeah. They even have the baked flaming hot Cheetos. That's what I just said. Them motherfuckers slap. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll try them. I don't All right, like so that, that's enough of the fat boy hour. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is What's your 
This right here is your spoiler warning for The Flash. If you have not seen The Flash, fuck off, go see it, and then come back and finish the episode. Odds are you have not. Odds are you have not. Odds are you didn't get. Uh, Rocket Man, start us off. What did you think about it? Cause like I know, I know what Nick's rating is, but I don't remember hearing what you your your reaction was. It. So going into it, I was just trying to block everything out. Some people saying this is the greatest superhero movie ever. I'm like, okay, yeah, Warner calm Brothers down. paid them to say that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking, well, James Gunn, all of them over there, at WB have to say that. You know what I mean? This is, you know, Ezra's last hurrah, hopefully. So I'm watching it. I gave it, personally, I gave it a 7 out of 10. It was good. It wasn't great enough, but it was good. Um, Michael Keaton, seeing him back, fantastic. Um, you know, Sasha Calle, she she needs to stay as Supergirl. She stays as Supergirl. She did a great job, I think, with that. Reading C-A-L-L-E, Calle was not Calle. what I gathered. I've been calling her Sasha Calle. Yes. Guy. Yes. Yeah. The white guy gets it. Sasha guy. Oh, I love so. me some Cali. <laughs> yeah, so she needs to um continue being super. I think if they're gonna this is the thing is this is James Gunn has been telling us this whole time this is what's gonna reboot the DCU. I ain't get no reboot of anything. No. Nothing got rebooted. And also, there's a couple of things like Ezra Miller, you could say what you want about him. As an actor, he was fantastic in this. I love him carrying this movie. He carried, I have to say. I think that's like something a lot of people agree on. And that that scene where he's talking to his mom is... That was ridiculous. Yeah. That was just like, man. All the feels. Yeah. Because, I mean, imagine if we were in that situation. Imagine if this was happening and we were in that. We would probably try to do the same thing. Yeah. It's like. And knowing that. For for those who are unfamiliar with the comic lore and all that shit, there's, there's a story called Flashpoint. Andy Muschietti, the writers. Warner Brothers, DC, they kind of dissected Flashpoint and took what they wanted, injected it into the plot. Because it's, it's not loyal, but it has glimpses of the original story, right? Like, he discovered, uh, apparently, in Justice League, both versions, he didn't know he could run so fast he could time travel. He He goes all the way back to 2013, and he, he get Ben Affleck, Batman... Don't do this. You could fuck everything up. Young kid obviously doesn't listen to the older veteran superhero. He fucks everything up. Apparently, within that time travel, there is some horrible CGI. Some of it looks wonky, but I'm also like, I'm also buying Andy Muschietti. Like, it's supposed to look distorted. Like, we've all seen at least one episode of the TV show. He time travels a lot. And in in when when he's looking at like all the incursions in the multiverse, bro, like Teddy Sears, who played the villain in season two of the show, swears he wasn't on set. He got that check though. 
he mm-hmm. de- he definitely got paid for his likeness being in that movie. Uh, and then he gets he, like he like bad Flash, Black Flash, Savitar, whatever whatever you want to call him. Yeah, bumps Barry into 2013. There's two Barrys, and if I have to say like the writing or the plot or whatever. I think that might have been like the weakest aspect about it. Like I knew younger Barry was going to be the one to turn and, and be the, the reason for all this. And, um, if I, if I got to complain about a lit, like everything, Michael Keaton was dope as fuck. Yep. He looked clunky in the suit though. He looked a little uncomfortable in that suit. He's got an uncomfortable suit. Can't move his neck. That's Ooh. true. Yeah, yeah, the Supergirl stuff was dope. the The whole story was dope, man. Like when, yeah, like you're you're hype. Your dad's out of jail. Your mom's alive. And then, like, I was, I don't know, I don't want to speak for my wife, but it's like when she, when he moved all the tomatoes to the higher shelf, I was like, that's that's not gonna like something's gonna change. And then it's like. I'm seeing other reviews with people trying to use the word like convoluted and shit. Like every everybody's go to word when they just didn't want to like the movie, so they just that that's the go to word. And then you got you got the post credits. You, you got George Clooney, which cool laugh. We won't I, see him again. Like he he got paid and popped in, and he won't and be I think another DC. They messed DC. up on that part. Yeah, they messed up. On that yeah, part. like because if that would have been Michael Keaton, and and Barry thought he was dead. One more emotional moment to to hit home. Yeah, and then everybody's bitching about how they they marveled that post credit scene. It's useless. But Jason Jason Momoa, they just use Aquaman to be a big drunk and and fall and get drunk, pass out in a puddle. Bro, did 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 Aquaman not drink in previous movies we've seen him in? Like it's 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 right there. It's not yeah. new for the character. Like no, we've known this about this Arthur Curry. Likes where, his yeah. Apart. Right. And my thing is this though too is with the post credit scenes and if you think about it, when he's do at towards the end, when he's seeing those incursions with all the worlds colliding, you get the Christopher Reeve, Helen Slater, Superman, Supergirl. You got the original George Reeves in black and white, which was dope. Yeah, all that shit's cool. Many, and then like the the John Schnepp document documentary he was doing. You know, when Nicolas Cage popped up, I knew what that meant. Not many people did. No, my dad had no idea. With the mechanical I, spider? I the mechanical spider, yeah. But also, never. I think WB, you know, Warner Bros. messed this up because if you think about it, That's what let's they go do. back to, <laughs> let's go back to Michael Keaton. He was Batman in the first two. He was going to do three, Things fell apart. They brought in Val Kilmer. After Val Kilmer, which did a decent job. Yeah. Then Clooney was hot at the time with ER and all this other stuff. They brought in Clooney. If you think about it, that's technically still Michael Keaton's character. It just got recasted. So now you're telling me at the end that Val Kilmer's Batman and Clooney's Batman now were two separate they were three 
different Batmans in this world. Like, that makes no sense. You're going to give me a they, headache. That's what they messed up because I, that's what confused me. And I was telling my, you know, my wife and my nephew at the same time. But I'm like, bro, they messed up because technically it's like Randy's playing and he's, he's acting in a movie for two parts of it. The first two movies. Then they cast Nick because contract negotiations didn't work out with Randy. I want my bag. And then Nick has a scheduling conflict for the fourth one, and they cast me. Still, we're playing the same character in the same timeline. It's just different recasting. So when they brought George Clooney back, I was happy to see him back on the screen. But I'm thinking, hold up. This is still Michael Keaton's Batman. And then for them to... That's number one, but then it was Affleck's car, though, bro. Like, it was Affleck's car. Like, they they thought they were being so clever. I was just like, this isn't Affleck. No. And then the other thing is this is you see the worlds colliding, and they only kept on showing was Superman. Superman. Then they showed Teddy Sears. How do you show one flash in a world? And it's not even Barry Allen. It's not even Barry Allen. And not only that, give me a Grant Gustin and give me a John Wesley Ship. John Wesley Ship started this off. You yeah. can't get you you can't get those guys on for thir- Ted Sears wasn't even on for five seconds on the film. You can't give these guys five seconds of their own time. I mean, it's funny how this is flashpoint. It's about flash, and you see one flash out of that whole thing. And if Teddy Sears literally wasn't on set, they could have pulled archive footage for for the other two guys. Yep. I mean, come on. That's what they that's what they did in Across the Spider Verse. Yeah. I mean, you could have done that. That would have been great. Give me something. Because how do you bring Ezra Miller into the TV world of Flash and did that great scene? I'm thinking, great, when the movie comes out, Grant, it's going to pay off. Why do it then? Yeah. Like, I felt like there was a lot more questions than answers resolved. And like I said, this was supposed to reboot. It rebooted nothing. Nope. It rebooted nothing, and it would have been cool to see if, at the end, like all this when he's at court, if you know the new, if say, on the the, the person who's going to be playing. Because I'll tell you this right now: James Gunn knows who Superman is already. It's been ca- probably for cast sure. that they already know. It, it, dude, it's it dude cool from Pearl. It's, yeah, it's, it's dude from Pearl. Yeah, it would have been cool if if he that Superman would have showed up. And he would know what the hell is this? And that's your new Superman. That's the way yeah. to kick it off and reboot it. Not do all these, you know, have everybody in the movie. And then George Clooney, who, hey, like I said, is the same character as Michael Keaton, just recast it. And then, like you said, Momoa, that makes no sense. Also, they screwed up in the sense of they should have just waited. They Shazam had no... Shazam was dead man walking, Flash... Aquaman 2 is going to probably make the most out of all these DCEU movies. And it's not even going to come close to making a billion like it did the first time. If it makes 400 million, it's a lot because they should have just waited. Oh, shit. They should have just waited it out. All right. Gun Gun and Saffron are running this. Great. You could have your plan. You could say these movies are coming out. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Just let these movies make as much money as possible. Right now, by you telling us this, normies are going to be like, if they were even interested in the other ones, oh, 
well, they're starting over again. Why watch them? I'll just watch it when it comes out on Max or whatever the hell it yeah. is. And, like, we're going to go see it because we love movies. But at the end of the day, it's this is the flash. This movie's been hyped up and all that. And we went to a, was it, a 930 showing? And there was barely anybody in the theater. Yeah. Because... Like, my trans opening night than my flash opening night, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad, but it was true. And it wasn't right. a lot of woo and yee-haws. Like, yeah. like, I got one woo when Michael Keaton showed up. It was one dude went woo, and it was like... <laughs> and, and, like, all that shit with the fake cameos, it was dead silent. Like, I was, I was like... That's what made me think. The more I think about that, like I gave it a pretty decent like rating. I didn't love it, but like I liked it. I was entertained. Mm-hmm. But like the more yeah, I, I think about out. that, the more I was like, mm. it's just like empty fan service. They were like, yes, insert thing that's going to make everybody clap, and like it just didn't happen. Like I was kind of embarrassed. Like I was like, oof. All the, the these. Best, the, the biggest pop I got was out there, and it wasn't even a pop. It was just like you could hear people. Like gasping, and you could like you could sense it. Like they were excited. Was when they saw Christopher Reeve and Helen Slater. I got nothing. Only yeah. the only really was uh, George Clooney got a lot of laughs. Yeah, he, <laughs> everybody started laughing. Oh, oh man! It was like I thought that was funny. Like I thought I was like, yeah, that's a pretty, that's a cute joke. Like that's funny, but it wasn't anything more to me than like mm-hmm. fucked up. He's got to go fix it again. It wasn't like, oh, and there's people, you go on Twitter and there's people like, so George Clooney is Batman now? It's like, you know, George Clooney is not Batman again. Like, that was just a joke. Like, uh, he changed the tomatoes and it was enough to fuck up the timeline again. And if there's a Flash 2, that will fix itself somehow. There will not be a... Affleck told him, you step on the wrong blade of grass, you don't know what you're going to change. That's all he did, too. Like, that was another kind of like, man... There were a lot of things that I would have bet money were going to happen. I thought for sure, like, he was going to do something, like, go back in time to, like, do something with his mother, then go back to his time and be like, I did it. And they'd be like, what'd you do? And he'd be like, I did, you know, I fixed things. And then, like, Zod would attack in present day or something like that. And I would have bet money that Ben Affleck was going to die. I would have bet whole paycheck. I was like, this is Ben Affleck's last hurrah. He's going to die trying to stop Zod. That's what all the trailers made it look like. That and Zod were happening at the same time. I was like, it's going to kill him because there's no Superman. So he is going to be like, I've got to do this, Barry. And then he's going to die. Then Barry is going to go to try to fix that. And that's where he's going to jump into a universe where there's a Michael Keaton Batman. I would have thought all that was going to be like him universe jumping. And that didn't really happen. Yeah. He went to one. He just went back to 2013 where Michael Keaton was Batman for some reason. And it was like not much explanation. So it was like, is this the world of the Tim Burton movies? They really don't say. No. Or like, is this just... He did the whole See, spaghetti, and I'm like, is this just a strand of spaghetti where he is also Batman, but then also with Ezra Miller and that General Zod and Supergirl, or is this Tim Burton's world? We're going to break, 
and then I'm going to come back with yeah. my thoughts on that. All right. Uh, Nick just reminded me what he said because I forgot when we was on break. But I don't like everybody loses their mind. Michael Keaton is the best thing about this movie. Hands down. My logic is that he's not the exact same Tim Burton version of Bruce Wayne and Batman. It's like 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 y'all was saying, like the spaghetti shit. It, it, but Wayne Manor is the same from the 89 movie. And even that kitchen, that kitchen looks like <laughs> where they were chopping it up with Vicky Vale. There I was. A young Master Wayne, covered in mud, like a sack yeah. of old potatoes. You also, you also got to remember, too, is, like you said, Randy, you don't think he's the same one from, like, the Tim Burton one. But also, as time goes on, we we as people change, you know? Like, I'm a lot different when I was 25 than I am what I am now, and to a degree. Also, one other thing. When was the flesh ever part Latin? You would think I would know. I'm Latino. I would know if he's part Latin. When his mom started dancing salsa in the kitchen and speaking Spanish, I was like, what? Rocky what was in that this? motherfucker like, kick, 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 kick. <laughs> I'm like, I never read this in the comics. What What's going on? Like, I understand that you want to, you know, give it a twist, do something different. But I don't know. That just, that threw me off a little bit. Threw me off a little bit. So it's because he's always been portrayed, whether it's in the different other versions of the TV show or whenever he's thrown on screen on as a flash, whether if it's one person playing it for five minutes or not. It's always the same thing. Reverse Flash kills his mom. Dad's getting yeah. accused of killing. It's always like, that's that. But going in depth, I never knew, or they threw a twist in it, that, you know, his mom is now Latin Spanish. And is that, you know, it's just, that kind of threw me off a bit too. I just think, like I was telling Nick off, off camera, I just wish they would have tightened it up a little bit. If they would have tightened it up a little bit more, I think, um, this would have been a better movie. There's there's no reason why a Flashpoint movie shouldn't be like an all-timer superhero movie. But mm -hmm. they slept on it for years. They let Marvel beat them to the whole multiverse thing. Now every – it's like, it's like oh, we finally got it off the ground and we're putting it out a week after and, across the – And Sony and A24. Everybody mm -hmm. beat DC to yeah, the multiverse movie. Every movie is doing it now. And it's like Flashpoint should have been the movie to do it. Yeah. And they should, they could have followed the, it's like you had Jeffrey Dean Morgan play Bruce. Zack Snyder that. set this oh, shit up man. seven years ago. That writes itself. Like, Lauren Cohan is Joker. Like, yeah, I'll do it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That should have written itself. He could have time jumped and, you know, done a little of that, done a little Michael Keaton. You could have done all of this. And all we really got was like the thing in the end with the soulless CGI faces. As I said, like I wasn't hyped. Like I was just like, uh, it's gonna be Christopher Reeve. Yeah, it's Christopher Reeve. That's cool. It, it, uh, what's funny is somebody put something on Twitter, I started laughing. In Man of Steel, you know, Zod comes down, they're all from Krypton. All these people are from Krypton. And Superman is probably the being. I don't care if it's Marvel, DC, he is the man. 
Superman. And he's having a hell of a fight with Zod and all that. The Superman. But Keaton jumps on him and he's beating the shit out of that thing. I was like, huh? That was kind of funny. Yeah, and I was like, I was thinking of what if, the way like they kept going back in time trying to save Batman and Supergirl. And I was just like, man, it's like the Doctor Strange episode. No matter what they do, those two have to die. Have to die. That's a fixed point. Yep. That's fucked. Like, and they're coming out now saying Warner Brothers were really interested in a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton. It's like, why? Why? Why would they have been interested in that? He died in this one, according to them. It doesn't make any sense. It's like they don't know what they're doing. And yeah. It's like because they, right. it's like you can like there's nobody in charge. There is now. And it's like, hopefully, maybe, hopefully, maybe. But, but it's like whoever like they were like read my flash scripts. They're like, yeah, this kicks ass. Do it. It's like, no, you read it and be like, this should have been like if a movie was going to like world build in the DCEU, which they have not been doing no for like years it should have been this one it should have been this one to be like establish where we are do like how everything plays a part and it's like no that that's what we've said time and time again on this podcast Zack snyder say what you want about his three movies he was building a shared universe david Ayer mm-hmm. made suicide squad coordinating with snyder patty jenkins made the original wonder woman coordinating with snyder James Wan, hey, don't go too deep into Atlantis. I want Atlantis to be present in the Aquaman movie. Coordinating with Snyder. And then after Aquaman, it's just like, fuck it, throw a dart. Whatever you hit gets a movie. Uh, Shazam, The Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, none of that feels like it's a part of this. It like it just doesn't. The Suicide Squad barely feels like it's connected to the first Suicide Squad. <laughs> That's only because they got some of the actors. Yeah. Yeah. It's better. Like, is it like Shazam? I love Shazam. Yeah. Shazam, like, the term breath of fresh air gets overused so much, and I hate it. But, like, that's what Shazam was to me. It was like, oh, this was so good. I'm so glad that this was fun and entertaining. Like, oh, my God, it wasn't, like, dark and broody. It was great. I loved it. And I kind of felt the same way about Birds of Prey. I was like, these movies are great, and they're fun. But, like, they none of them felt like, how'd you have Birds of Prey? And it's, like, about Harley Quinn. And it's, like, Jared Leto's not in it. Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. In it. And it's like, ben Affleck when, is not in it whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, dude. Bro, like, you you, see, you have a movie set in Gotham City, and there's no sign of Batman. Yeah. What? It's like, yeah. people just want cameos. Like, yeah, some people are very annoying, and you can pick them out very easily when you just scroll Twitter. You're like, oh, yeah, there he is. But it's like, it's, it's certain things, it's like it's a movie about Harley Quinn being dumped by the Joker. Why would With the no Joker, Joker have been? Exactly. Like, people would have been confused. Well, we just saw Joaquin Phoenix. Hey, is it not Joaquin Phoenix? It's like, well, that's on y'all. Like, yeah. you, know, you green light these movies. You know, the average normie isn't going to go see The Flash because they just saw Robert Pattinson do this last year. And they are like, my mom has no idea why Robert Pattinson isn't in The Flash. And she's not dumb to the shit, but she's just like, you know, it's too much. There's two Batmans in this movie and neither one of them were the guy from last year. I wouldn't even have hated him getting out of that car at the end. 
Apparently yeah. they asked, like, I think Kevin Smith said that they begged Christian Bale to do it. And yeah, he was, they did. Not without That would have been pretty, like, yeah. that would have got applause. Yeah. Yeah. It would have meant nothing, just like it means nothing now, but it would have gotten, like, eruptions, I think. Yeah, bro. How many people but, work at yeah. Warner Brothers? How many people work specifically in DC Studios? And and nobody brought up what Rocky was saying. Well, technically, George Clooney and Michael Keaton are the exact same character. It's like trying to have Eric Bana and Edward Norton, or not Eric Bana, but uh, Edward Norton and Mark Ruffalo in the same scene. Yeah. They're literally the same character. It was cute. Like, I thought it was a, a, like a joke yeah. that worked, but I took it as nothing more than that. But there are people that are, like, freaking. So we're in the world of Batman and Robin now? It's like, no, probably no, not. No, if you explain, It's like, no. Another strand of spaghetti. No idiot. It's like, but it's like Ben Affleck. That's the thing. Like Ben Affleck gave him the the Wayne Tech footage to try to help out his help out his dad. Did the thing with tomatoes. His dad gets out of jail. George Clooney rolls up. Basically, George Clooney became Ben Affleck, but it's still Michael Keaton. Yeah. Totally. Which is, yeah. But it has nothing to do with the original four Batman movies. Yeah, I would have been even happier to see, and I love George Clooney, Val Kilmer. They could have Top Gun Maverick. Maverick did. He could have gotten out. You could have Ezra Miller be like, who's this? And just have Val Kilmer not say anything, just be like this. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, and that would have been it. I mean, he didn't have to speak. You know, I mean, it's, it's just, even with this movie... And I like Andy Muschietti. You know, he did the yeah. movies and all that. It's, he did Mama. You know, at the end of the day, he, I like what he was trying to do. But it's, it, that's what I'm saying. It's still a bit of a mess. Not, not much, but just enough. Just enough. See, like, I had fun. I rated it higher than you guys. I had fun and I enjoyed it. I was geek. That, that first, like, introduction scene. Wait, he he was waiting on his order, but the, the chick wasn't the barista chick wasn't there. So the dude's talking. And he he goes and I and and that that's probably the biggest annoyance with me in this movie. That I need you here now, Barry. That was not Ben Affleck. That that voice was not Affleck. But that whole like t- communicating with Alfred, I'm basically the janitor of the Justice League. That whole sequence was fun. I was geeking out. He and, was cooking, baby. Yeah. It was a lot of weird humor, which I kind of appreciated. I was like, you know, there's a lot of a lot of superhero movies like go for jokes and a lot of them don't really land because they're not that funny. And like this one, it's like maybe some of the jokes landed, some of them didn't or whatever. But most of the humor in this movie was weird. And I was like, you know, I kind of appreciate that it was like the he went to 2013 and that kid got his powers. And it wasn't that he just yeah. did. We, it, he like wound up naked. And there was like the fire hydrant was going off and there were like instruments for some reason. Like it was like Looney Tunes. And I was like, I don't know if I laughed, but I was like, yeah, I kind of appreciate that. They I went really weird with <laughs> when he like when he when he phased into the like downstairs neighbor's crib. I laughed. Yeah, it was funny. And like, yeah, he went and cleaned up his apartment and all the shit fell out of the door. I laughed at that. Funny. I'm laughing. And like the and babies. Kiersey like, Clemens was, was was criminally underused. Yeah, she, I know she thought she was signing on to have like this major role, like in this like, yeah, like to be like the Candace Patton of the movies. Yeah, yeah. but going back to 
Supergirl. Candace. What's Pat. her name? Vasha Calle. Vasha Calle. First and like, I'm just gonna say, she is hot. This woman is hot. <laughs> like the Office. This woman is hot. Oh my God. So I like they did a really good oh. job. We're like Supergirl is supposed to be blonde. Supergirl is supposed to do this. She's supposed to look like this. I was like, consider though, they got like the hottest human being I've ever seen to play Supergirl. <laughs> so like that, I was already on board, and I saw the picture in the costume. The costume was so sick. All the little details. Yeah. It right on her. I was like, dude, I'm all in on this. I don't even care what she does. <laughs> to me, she was kind of underutilized because everything she did mm-hmm. kicked ass. She was awesome. Like, as soon as she showed up, because I was thinking, you know, I had that head, you know, starts going to like, what if it's this? What if it's this? They're going to go save Superman. What if it's this? What if it's this? And then I, st- I like realized, I was like, oh, it's going to be Supergirl in there. Yeah. Oh, my stupid okay, ass, my stupid ass heard Russia and was like, oh, they're going to do like Red Sun with Supergirl. Sun, yep. But, yeah, th- but then like, like if- I was thinking about like the way she was positioned and all that shit, thinking about the Flashpoint Paradox movie. And I was like, no, this is just like, you know, Superman didn't land in Kansas. So he became a science experiment. Yeah. And then once it was her, I was like, oh, yeah, it's her. But then immediately I was like, oh, she rules. She's awesome. And I feel like they underutilized her a bit. They yeah. they put her more in the marketing than she was in the movie. Agreed. My dad, who like loves these, I always go see these kind of movies with my dad because he loves superhero movies. But he's not quite as like up to date on all the behind the scenes drama. Like he's not on Twitter, and so even he like that was his biggest complaint. Maybe he should be. But he was like, it's like they're going out of their way to not put henry cavill in these movies like what did he do and i was like that's <laughs> like you are right sir and and, and the funny thing nick you get it on the head too is look look gun says new dcu coming out reboot this reboot that but funny you got viola davis as amanda waller still coming in so that's number one you're keeping Supposedly Gal Gadot for Wonder Woman 3 at some point down the road. Not the one that they were going to do, but she's still on. We don't know what what's up with Momoa. Everybody's speculating Lobo but from what the signs I'm getting is, is he going to play two characters in the DCU? Aquaman and that? Because why, I agree, Andy, why? I have no idea. Why? But at the, at the end of the day, though, is if you're going to reboot, clean slate. Yeah. You just clean it out. Yeah. Don't like and choose because because right now, even Peacemaker is part of the DCEU with that post-credit scene. But yet, his characters that he created are still in his world, which is cool. But then, if that's the case, you gotta bring back these characters. I I agree. It's you're bringing back most of these except Affleck and Cavill. And the funny thing is, this is I feel like. Ben Affleck, he said he was out for a while. We already knew that. I feel like if he was doing a new Batman movie, like called Batman Legacy, not Superman Legacy, say Batman Legacy, and doing that, I feel people would be a little bit more accepting to Dude. it than than Cavill not being Superman. I don't know. It could, it could go both ways. But a, a reboot I, I just being called Superman that, Legacy is dumb. Yeah. I feel like not having Cap, because I guess Cavill was supposed to be a, a in the beginning of the movie, 
and then towards the end. And then he was like, like you say, Keaton, they scrapped the Batgirl movie. He was supposed to be in that. Keaton was supposed to have a bigger role in this world going forward until Gunn took over. Yeah. I understand you. If you're going to reboot, you reboot it all the way. And like we were talking earlier, Randy said it, you said it, Nick, as well. You're telling me Blue Beetle is going to be the first character in DCU, but not the first movie to kick it off when you had nothing to do with the project. I don't no understand. Sense. It makes no uh, sense. I feel like, like yeah, they're like, you got a clean slate. Nobody's going to fire his wife. No, <laughs> like that's not going to happen. And I don't want it to happen. Like, I, I, no, I think she's great. Yeah. That show. I think the stuff that they did, you know, as kind of clearly kind of dumb and re-shot as it was, having them at the end of Shazam, Fury of the Gods, was something. I was like, at least, it, it's like they're attempting to connect it to something that's coming next. Yeah. Which is more than what Black Adam fucking did. <laughs> I was like, you know, it's something, but they weren't in this. So I think... You know, I was like, you know, you know is it going to matter? I like I, li- I like James Gunn as a director. All Absolutely. three of his Guardians movies are peak comic book oh. movie cinema. I think his Superman movie will be great. I agree. I think as like a studio head or whatever his official title is, I don't think he's going to do much different than the last 10 years of DC movies. He's already announced all these obscure titles getting movies or shows or whatever the fuck. James Mangold directing Swamp Thing is money. I love it. But... And I think his shit will be more better connected than the last 10 years. But I also think it's going to be like just what he wants to do. I don't like think we're going to get Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, all these motherfuckers building up into a Justice League payoff. The only thing I'm hoping is like that all of this conversation going around about superhero fatigue. I'm like, it's not necessarily superhero movie fatigue. It's just like. I understand fully why somebody would see a trailer or like the poster for the flash and just be like, I'm good. I I told you about like when I saw, I went and saw, I think it was operation fortune and the Shazam trailer started playing. This old lady went the flash to whoever. (laughs) I was like, I get it. I'm making fun of you in my head. But I get it. You look at the posters, it's the same fucking thing to somebody who doesn't care. Yeah. It's like it's some asshole in a red suit with a lightning bolt on his chest. That just came out. He literally, but he and he literally says that, that in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. I'm like you know I'm not like it, it has gotten to the point where me, who goes and sees all of this bullshit, I'm like <laughs> I get it. I I kinda get where the normies are coming from on this. But right now, he gotta, my he hope. Think about it. On the go ahead, D- go ahead. I'm just saying, like my hope is like he's he announced a lot of these kind of obscure titles, and I'm like, thinking like commandos. Yeah, like maybe in that couple years, it's like we won't get as much. It's like we get one Superman movie, and we're getting like no Wonder Woman. We're getting no Harley Quinn. We're getting no. We're like one Batman thing. It's like hopefully that kind of like makes it breathe a little bit, so we're more excited when those characters do show up. But I'm probably wishful thinking. But it's like also, 
do do the villains and the anti-heroes like need their own movies? No. No. Sony. No. <laughs> no. It's like do I don't like need it. I'm no. sorry. James Gunn needs to copy the MCU phase one bl- blueprint. Give us That's Superman. Give us Batman. And- Give us Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, Aquaman, Martian fucking Manhunter. Then give us Justice League. That's what they should have done. And they spent so much time trying. It's like Zack Snyder had like an idea of where he wanted it to go, like how he would do it. He did not have that idea when Man of Steel came out. No. I don't I would no. say that court of law. I'd yeah. say there's no proof that this was supposed to connect to a bigger in, thing. In 2013, <laughs> Henry Lennox was not Martian Manhunter. No. no. Fine. It's fine. Just admit it. It's like, I want you to admit it. I want you to admit it. It took them three years to put out Batman vs. Superman. They announced it super quick. But it took three years for it to come out because that was not the plan. Yeah. But he did spend that three years coming up with a semblance of a plan. Um, but it was like... The, the powers that be, it was like they didn't want to make it look like they were copying Marvel, like they yeah. were riding the coat. Yeah. And in doing that, they fumbled it like so at bad. every turn. It was like, dude, we all think you're copying Marvel. No matter what you do, you are. Like Marvel already did it. Marvel yeah. could have stopped after the Avengers. Yep. They did it. They did Iron Man, Iron Man 2, the Hulk, Thor, Captain America, the Avengers. They could have been like, we did it. We're it done. Worked. Fuck you. And it, it worked. worked. They, they don't. They, they did. They don't have copyright on building a universe. Well, J- just copy. Yeah. Just do what they did. That's like we just want you to do it well. Instead and they of were like, instead of making no. Suicide Squad the third movie in your universe. I don't even hate that. I was so excited for the Suicide Squad, but it was so blatantly obvious that they. It was like they saw what happened with Batman versus Superman and panicked. They were like, we have to make this more like Guardians of Guys. We have yeah. to make this more like cool. We have to make this like weird and funny. There have to be countless needle drops. The first 20 minutes of the movie have to just be introducing the characters one by one. It's like, oh, oh no. If you, and if you think about it too, Nick, you, you, you hit it on the head, you know, as a director, James Gunn is fantastic. Fan, I mean, look at the movie Slither. You know, I mean? it's like any movie like he does is pretty is pretty dope. You know, he brings <laughs> he has his friends like Nathan Fillion and all that. They bring him in. I get all that. Michael now Rickles I'm gonna play devil's Ryan. advocate here. Let's say Gungate don't happen with those tweets, and he's still in at the MCU. Remember, Kevin Feige was grooming him to be his right hand man. And he was going to take care of the Cosmo, basically, section of that. Like, outer space stuff with Dr. Strange. Imagine if that would have happened, how much different the MCU multiverse would have looked. Because that's James Gunn's forte, weirdness, the the unique, quirky stuff. I think the MCU... And that's the problem is, you know, we're saying, you know, the DCEU this... Warner Bros. a mess. But look, we were just talking about it. When Iron Man first came out, Kevin Feige even said he had an idea, not a plan. He had an idea of what it might look like. Good idea. It, it, it molded. 
when you go watch old movies, it doesn't look like we are committed to like a twenty year plan. Exactly. We're gonna have him show up Bro, at the end of the hall. That 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 one scene of of Tony Stark in the bar with William Hurt that could have been yep. filmed like May of two thousand eight after Iron Man came out the gate. Yeah. I wasn't like positive that that was happening until I saw the movie in the theater, and I was like, yeah. oh, "Oh, they're cooking, they're doing it." <laughs> and, and, the crazy, and, and the crazy thing about it is, too is is that you know for the multiverse they were trying to get Ed Norton back. It just didn't work out. Yeah, he didn't want to do it. No, nah. and that's a we're okay. Yeah, but also like, it's like you said, it was these movies in the MCU in the beginning phases. It was their it was connected, but it was still a standalone movie. Like, literally, throughout the Infinity Saga, you could jump into any movie and not feel lost. Yeah. Not feel lost. Now, for the most part, yeah. Now, look what happens when you have no plan. Even though you think you have a plan, look at Phase 4. What is it even leading I to? I don't want It's all over the place. Like, Iron it's Man... Fine. Iron Man started off the defender, and, and they gradually started building up to the saga. Like you know, this was going somewhere. The stage four, you know, the same that you know the Kang Dynasty and all this. We'll see if that even happens. But okay, it's leading up to that. But what what does it tell me? What or what does it show in these movies that it's leading up to? Like it's all over the damn place, and I feel like that's what happened with the DCEU. These movies just are all over the place. Yeah. And the best it, ones it, are, like fine. to me, like, in my opinion, yes. is is Man of Steel. It's its own movie. The first Wonder Woman. It's its own thing. Aquaman, which was a ton of fun, own thing. Even the first Shazam movie. The first Shazam was its own thing. Yeah. Everything else is trying to connect to this and cross over with that. It's and they just where is this leading to? What what is it leading to? And even this. It, like they marketed it like they hyped it up like this was the beginning of some worlds collide bitch and it was like they didn't uh, really they really didn't they they literally didn't we saw it not happen like he was like no. look what you're doing and then it didn't happen so it was like okay it's like it led to that wonder woman 1984 i thought it was fine i thought it was good but if i had like a big thing with it was just like I was like, okay, yeah, you had to make another Wonder Woman movie. Of course you did. You had to capitalize on how much people loved this. It was just a sequel. It didn't allude to anything. It didn't really make sense in the grand picture that, like, it was a whole thing. Like, let's say the Snyder Cut doesn't exist, which it doesn't. It's just, it's <laughs> its own thing. Let's say it doesn't exist, and the Theatrical Justice League is yeah, still canon. Still to canon. All Trash. Okay. <clears throat> there's the whole thing with bruce wayne like yelling at her and he's like he's like you're this beacon of light and i've never heard of you and all this stuff and it's like okay you didn't hear about all that crazy shit that happened in 1984 like that was massive that was huge you weren't around for that you would have been like 10 or 20 it doesn't make any sense like i said like every movie is individual where it's like marvel's kind of doing that now but I still have this sense, like, where I feel like they've earned that. Like, I, that's yeah. why I'm a little less, you know, everybody's checking their nose up at, like, recent MCU stuff. And I'm still a little less picky. To, I'm like, look, they've already, they got to the first Avengers. Then they got to Age of Ultron. Then they got to Endgame. 
with like no fumbles. I'm sorry. Like they're like nothing. Like all of those movies are good. I'm sorry. As I'm like, they're allowed to do whatever they want now, in my opinion. I don't really need them to get to the Kang dynasty. I'd like to see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They gave me Guardians 3 this year. It was a masterpiece as far as I'm concerned. I saw that second time. I was like, there is no way the Flash is as good as that. There's no fucking way. It wasn't. And it it wasn't. And it was not. Guardians is my number two movie this year. Flash isn't in my top ten. Nope. It's like 11. I liked Shazam more than Flash. If I'm being brutally, bluntly honest, Shazam, Shazam got me like, you know, the emotional stuff in Shazam got me. I was like, oh. And I was like, that was as good as the emotional stuff in The Flash. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. What, I'm throwing my hand. I, I don't hate. Like, I have Wonder Woman 1984 as like a bottom four in the whole universe. Yeah. I still like it. But what bothers me about Wonder Woman 1984 goes back to Batman v Superman. Since World War One, I, I just haven't been in battle. I haven't fought. I just been like living life, looking fine. But I have, which means in 1984 she didn't fight nobody. But we have a movie saying she did. Yep. There was like a world-altering event in 1984 where like. What the fuck? Like everybody's wishes were coming true, or whatever the fuck. And there was a cheetah, and it was like nobody remembers this. Which, if they were 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 gonna do like Injustice League or whatever, like like Eisenberg was saying, cheetah gonna be like sixty years old in that motherfucker. Yeah. Which, I have. I don't know. I just. I don't. I don't know. It's just like every movie is like individual, and like maybe maybe that's where we give credit to The Rock a little. It, Black Adam was not great. I didn't love it, and like I don't love his kind of like hierarchical like coming in and trying to run everything that he yeah. touches. There was kind of an attempt to yep. like like establish itself within that world. It didn't really you know, do anything going forward. It was just like, we're gotta, we gotta put Superman in it. And it was like, why? Who cares? People will lose their mind. But why? What does that mean? Shut up. And it was just like that. But it was still kind of like, Black Adam exists because of the Shazam powers and all that shit. Mm -hmm. Here is, you know, Viola Davis and here is Superman. I just... I can't Fuck. imagine a DC universe where he was gonna like put his Vin, get his Vin Diesel on, and 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 try to reroute the whole DC universe around Black Adam and Superman. Nobody like yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And to, and to piggyback off of you, Nick, let's just say, in a multiverse way, in our world, Black Adam didn't even make four hundred million. It made like three ninety three or something like that. But let's say it made. 750 800 million james gunn what now because that's a very, that's a successful movie not my team not my coach i'm going back to fast x but the thing is this is also because say it does hit those marks money wise does it become now when the snyderverse or kind of snyderverse does that become an elseworld thing now because remember he has elseworld projects in the joker and the batman does now the Black Adam universe fall into that? Because 
Remember, money talks, bullshit walks. At the end of the day, it's bottom line. That's a lot of bullshit and, if you know, I'm gonna start walking. <laughs> Shit. And a lot of walking. And if that movie would have made eight hundred million plus, remember he brought remember the plan was never to bring back Henry Cavill. They brought him back. What happens now? No shit. What happens now? Because in Gunn's mind, that wasn't supposed to, we already know what the deal is. Now, do they keep his cameo in the flash? Do they keep the, you know his cameos wherever he was supposed to be at? Because that just changes the whole dynamic if this movie is successful. I think Black Adam, yeah, I turn, you know, it's one of those movies you turn your brain off and enjoy for what it is. It's a fun movie, whatever. I enjoyed it. But I think also hearing that, you know, he was going to change, you know, the hierarchy of the DCEU and all this other stuff. At the end of the day is Black Adam is associated with just Shazam. Yeah. And that's Not, it. That's it. And Superman helps Shazam here and there, but oh. has nothing to do with Wonder Woman or, or Super or Batman or anybody. Like, I don't know. I understand what he was trying to do. And like you said, Nick, I give him some credit because he was trying to do something to connect it all. But at the end of the day is it wasn't a, it was not a good attempt and trying to like, you know, muscle somebody to take that over, obviously backfired. That's why he's in back in the fast, you know, universe. But at the end of the day, I do say I got to give him, he took a shot, he took a shot, try to get it. And if black Adam would have worked, I would have been interested to see what would have happened. All right, let's yeah. break. All right, uh, so after seeing The Flash, Andy Muschietti got hired to do The Brave and the Bold. Nick, how you feel about it? So we were talking about Flaming Hot a minute ago, and there was a quote by Eva Longoria when she was promoting that movie, and she was talking about how women directors don't get the same, like, it's like say like a if a woman directed a flop movie, that's like the end of her career. Where guys get like multiple attempts, and I said that's very true. You look at Patty Jenkins, yeah. and this is before the Flash even came out. You look at Patty Jenkins. Did Wonder Woman? Everybody loved Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four came out at peak COVID. Yes, it was of course a financial flop. I always kind of got like the good feeling that that's not why they put it out. I was just like, look, let's put it out, I'll make as much money as we can, give the people something new. And the pig got mixed reviews, let's say, at best. And all her shit got canceled. Wonder Woman 3 got canceled. Her Star Wars yeah, movie Star has pretty Wars. much been canceled. Andy Muschietti, by all accounts, The Flash is a flop, financially at least. It is just not meeting whatever expectations and he's already got his next job lined up. And it's Batman. We, mm -hmm. that, and it's arguably and it's, and it's the biggest property Warner Brothers has. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's weird to me. That being said, all the Batman-related stuff in The Flash, like, kicked ass. It was pretty great. So, like... Affleck and Keaton. Assuming, yeah. Assuming mm -hmm. it's going to be more of that, it'll probably be good. I kind of wish it would just be Ben Affleck. I kind of wish it would just be this Ben Affleck doing that, like Brave and the Bold with like Damien. That story I think would be really cool. I think Affleck yeah. is like that age where that would be really cool. Yeah. I don't know who his Catwoman is. 
That would be cool. Also, why wasn't Michelle Pfeiffer in The Flash? Fags. It would have been cool. Fags. For no reason. It would have been cool. <laughs> uh, also, Nick, you know, like you said, Patty Jenkins. You know, when they did the first Wonder Woman, I guess Zack Snyder was also, uh, you know, pro- helping out producing on that. And a lot of people saying that, you know, when she came aboard, he helped with that a bit. That's why they say maybe Wonder Woman was good. And then she did it. But also, you got to remember, prior to even Wonder Woman, the last movie she worked on was Monster. Monster, yeah. Oh, by the way, that got Charlize Theron an Academy Award. So, I mean, we know she can direct. We And like you said on the head, you know, this movie's flopping bad. She was supposed to do Thor The Dark World. Supposed to do Thor The Dark World. And wasn't there, like, creative differences? Like, she read the script and was like, this kind of sucks. Something like, yeah, like that. I don't know. Portman was pissed. Like, like, wait, does this suck? <laughs> Are y'all about to put out the worst Marvel movie? No, fuck you. You're fired. Not as of Go. now. As of now, it's like bottom four. Uh, yeah. Anything. It may be the worst Thor movie, but like maybe not no, even. It's not. Maybe not even. Ta- Taika Watatiki. Props to you, good sir. You have the best Thor movie ever and the worst. I like Love and Thunder. Shut the I'm fuck a up, sucker Nick. for emotional stuff, like particularly in these movies. No, that's why I think like the Flash was good, but I think it was overshadowed by some of the more chaotic stuff. That's where I think Shazam: Fury of the Gods excelled. Was like, yeah, there's a lot of silly shit happening here, but like the heartfelt moments felt really genuine when he was talking to his mom he called her mom yeah and they give and he turned back into kid he called her mom i was like okay this is really working for me i felt the same way with thor i was like as much crazy shit is happening with the goats and they're up in olympus doing crazy shit the scene that i think of when i think of that movie is him talking to her on the hospital bed and i'm like see they did something right there. They did say it's very sweet, very genuine chemistry. You don't get that from a lot of movies. So I'm and, like a love and, and then she was then. still like, fuck that shit. I'm going to fight Gore until I die. I know it's very sad. And she shows up and it's sad because she's going to die. And then she does. And I was crying. I was like, okay, I really like this movie. But like the flash didn't get me there. I wasn't crying in the supermarket. I felt it, but I wasn't like crying. I wasn't like, <laughs> cause I was like, he's, he's tomatoes back like this is weird i may have been watery on i i felt it i felt the lump and it was well acted again going back to ed miller yeah ezra everybody kind of assumed like oh ezra miller can't carry a movie first off the mom is latin she's not buying those tomatoes she's buying del monte tomatoes cans (laughs) and all that so i mean come on and the actual tomato Chopping so the shit up that's and a fail. Andy Muschietti is also Hispanic. He should have known that. <laughs> See, like, I'm assuming his Batman is going to be somewhere between my, mine and Eric's age, late 30s or old as fuck. Um, shout out, shout out Sigmund Cinema. <laughs> so, so, so Damien's going to have to be somewhere between like 9 and 13. We got to get Italia, League of Shadows, 
and I, I, it's probably a good four years down the road, but I'm just I'm curious about the casting. Just do Ben Affleck. Pause. I just I I can't imagine like they're gonna do another one, like another one, and they don't see how this is just gonna like make it worse. It's well, like it might about, be good. It might be good. The worst. When is the next? Like Matt Reeves, the Batman. When does that one come out? Next October, depending on I guess the writer strike. So let's say, so let's or is say it twenty five? I think it's twenty five. Joker yeah, is supposed to come out. Next it's October. after Superman Legacy. You're right. Yeah, Joker's next October. Because, because Batman Two I, is the following October. Talk about getting all confused and convoluted. Like the writer strike ain't doing anybody any favors by pushing stuff back. But you, there could be a possibility, and I don't see. There's more to people. Than me, the open broad up Warner Bros. But there could be a possibility where maybe the Batman, Matt Reeves comes out, and then the following year it could be Batman. The, like that's that's a it's mess too, in its own right there. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much. I loved the, the Batman. I thought it was great. Oh, fantastic! I think we can all agree it was just top tier Batman movie. It was really great. Our favorite movie last year. Good. But it fantastic. was just. Why wouldn't you have harnessed that focus of making a great Batman movie into making it fit somewhere narratively that makes sense? It's just it it's so silly. And I'm starting to like identify with the normies. I hate that. I hate them. And I'm like, I can understand why they would see the flash poster and be like, fuck this. Just I'm done. Fuck it. Fuck it. I just saw the Batman last year. Fuck it. Going all the way back to Superman 2, though, like, <laughs> Warner Brothers always fucks up a good thing. Always. Like, booting Richard Donner off of his Superman sequel. Listening to the, to the Karens in 1992 bitch about how dark and sexualized Batman Returns was. While Batman Forever is not trash, Batman and Robin. Trash. Shockingly... Y'all let Nolan do his own thing. I can't believe. But that was the thing. Like, we need another one of those. Yes. Okay, like, Batman and Robin came out in 1997. I was seven. Oh, you mean, like, the eight-year break? Yes. We need, and nobody wants it. Nobody wants to admit that we need another one of those. Where it was like, Batman Begins, It. I wasn't questioning at all whether it was a sequel to Batman and Robin it, the, the word reboot was not being thrown around. It was just like, it's a new one. Yeah. They're doing a new Batman. It was like, fuck it, finally. Jesus. Yeah. I'm like in high school at that point. I was like, fuck it, finally. A new Batman. Who cares if it's good? The fact that it was great was like my like third expectation. I was just like, I want it to be cool. I want it to be like a new villain that we haven't seen. It's the Scarecrow and Ra's al Ghul. I was like, okay, great. Awesome. Fuck yeah. And it was like phenomenal. I was like, wait, I'm not used to this. People are forgetting the days where we were getting fewer superhero movies, but it was like after Spider-Man, maybe X-Men, but like a Spider-Man, X-Men, we started getting them a little more. And it was just the fact that we were getting them was what was cool. It was like whether it was good was like my third or fourth concern. It was like a fucking Daredevil movie. Are you kidding me? No fucking way is this happening. I wasn't like, it looks great. Of course, it's going to be great to my 13-year-old mind. And it's like, now it's like, there has to be one every couple months. 
and we aren't stopping to think like is that, do people really want that yeah have we tested out the theory that like if we wait and only do like maybe two a year that like the people will be just as happy and maybe clamoring more for it like down the road it's like we're about to have like fucking four batmans and like how many jokers and two at least two three mm-hmm. Harley Quinns if you count the TV show people can be all batman yeah. out by the time the, the new Batman comes up because if you think about it too look the Elseworld stuff let's take the Joker and let's take Matt Reeves the Batman what makes those movies so great is for the most part they're more realistic let's take the Joker for example there are people that have in the beginning of the movie he gives that you know the little boy is on the bus. He's laughing. The mom's saying, what are you laughing at? He gives him the card. He has a disability. You know, he laughs. You know, he just gets nervous. Like, in these times, that's how he expresses himself. Who's not saying someone doesn't snap and puts pain on? I mean, look at the world we live in now. Okay? So that's more realistic. And if you think about that movie towards the end, when he's going to go see Robert De Niro and be at the show. There's a scene where chaos is starting on the train and he gets off. The way he's walking, that's when he becomes the Joker. And if you notice, when he becomes a Joker, he's no longer laughing how he was in the beginning of the movie. He now laughs when he has to. That's number one. And with the Batman, yes, it's a comic book. You got the Penguin, you got Catwoman. Yes, you got all that. But if you think about it in today's world, if somebody had money and was to do, that's the most realistic thing. It was raw. It was something that I could see somebody even trying doing now, dressing up that way. Like, because it was raw, had that grind feel to it. And it's something that we can see right now, somebody doing. And I think those aspects of, yes, they're comic book movies, but there was some realism to them. Yeah. Where people sometimes take, you could make a comic book movie and do what they did, right? Or you could take a comic book movie and do what The Flash did. Now, like I said, The Flash was still pretty good, but at the end of the day, is like Nick, you're saying, alluding to the Batman with DC, you have, you just saw Keaton and Clooney, okay? Now, and and Affleck, you had three Batmans in one movie. Now, Pattinson's Batman came out a year ago. Now, with the writer strike, gets pushed back. Now you're starting a new DC universe with a different Batman. And who knows when Batman took like, who's missing? Bale? If we could dig up Adam West, might as well throw him in there. Well, they did. If you think about it, I mean, it's it's it, the normies are going to be like, what the fuck's going on? Like, how many, who's who's who now? Which Batman is which one? Like, that's the problem is with Nolan, you had your trilogy. There was a plan. You have your three movies. This is the deal. You do your trilogy, whatever. That's what they should have done with Snyder with Man of Steel from the get-go. It should have been told. It should have been somebody with him. Like, what are your thoughts? Exactly. On this fucking apocalypse doomsday thing. And it's like, wow, that's a lot. storyline. We do this. It should have been collaborative instead yeah. of additive. Yeah, exactly. That's why like and, actors and directors as producers in a shared universe yeah. just doesn't really work. No. 
it, like it was combative and it was like it wasn't combative after man of steel they're like yeah man go cook do your thing they get batman versus superman and it got mixed reactions at best i loved it i did not understand the pictures but like in the theater i was like dude this rules this is awesome yeah. the martha thing didn't bother me that much like i was just like this is amazing but it got and it was like instead of just analyzing what worked what didn't work what they should commit to they didn't even stop to think like the biggest problem with this movie was that it needed a billion dollars to break even and it only did like 800 mm-hmm. all looked at it like a giant flop yep it's 800 and some million dollars that is so many eyeballs on your movie this this mm-hmm. year is the chickens coming home to roost yeah yep. like Fuck, and you were like, your answer was to cut Justice League in half, reshoot most of it, fucking ruin Suicide Squad. I don't know about that. Like, to me, like, the director's cut of Suicide Squad probably isn't drastically better. It's probably better, but I don't know. But it's just like, there was, it was like, there was no plan. And the yeah. sa- I say the same Thing, so it doesn't sound biased or anything. I say the same thing with Star Wars. I'm the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. There Rick, was, you read my mind. I was just going to yeah, allude to that. There was no plan with those sequels. It's amazing that they're even kind of good, much less as good as like at least the first two are. Yeah. yeah. Um, to me. But, but there was no plan. It was just kind of like, new Star Wars, new Star Wars. And that's it. Like That's all they did. And Nick, you read my mind. I was just going to allude to that. Because, look, yeah. I mean, the original trilogy untouchable but even the prequels you can say what you want whether you like them or hate them or whatever they still had a plan there's the plan a three was, movie narrative plan, story this is what yeah there was a story you know kathleen kennedy comes on the first one way to start it off but i then love it's the like, force awakens force awakens it's, it's whoever you brought in to direct the next two this still should have been all right you're coming in but this is the game was, plan this is the story there was no story. It was like, you do what you want, you do what you want, you do what you want. Was The Last and Jedi that was... always Ryan Johnson? Because I know I, I know The Rise of Skywalker was originally Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. 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 Then they put, yeah. Then they put Ryan Johnson. Yeah. But like, not to get on a Star Wars tangent, but it was like The Last Jedi, I think a lot of people assumed that there was a plan. That's why it was so surprising to me in a lot of the mm-hmm. things the controversial things that I fucking guess to me, I was like, wow, man, I did not see that coming. Wow. They really did things with these characters that I did not see coming. I have no idea where it's going next. And it turns out like, neither did they. I call, I call the last Jedi. That's, that's the, that for star Wars or Halloween. It's the Halloween kills of the star Wars universe. Because if you think about it, when Halloween kills came out, wasn't good. Then you saw Halloween ends, and like I told Randy, Halloween kills just moved up my charts. That's the last Jedi. People were killing the last Jedi, and then when you saw the Rise of Skywalker, the last Jedi ain't that bad. Was <laughs> Jedi fucking great? Was Rise was of, was, was Ray was Ray hearing like all the past Jedi's the Flash multiverse moment? Yep. Kind of. It was a little less on the nose because it wasn't like. That's obviously Liam Neeson's voice. That's Freddie Prince Jr. from Rebels' voice. It was just kind of a lot of voices. The Flash, to me, was just so, like, in your face, like, and pause for clapping. Yeah. And yep. 
applause for everyone knows what that means. When instead of bringing bring when, when instead of digging up the dead guys, they could have just been like, "Hey, Ryan Reynolds, what's up?" Like five five hundred thousand in Green Lantern, and it would have made just as much no sense as yeah. this made. Like it, like because there hasn't been a Green Lantern in this universe yet, really, other than the Snyder cut or well, like Justice League. Very briefly, like in that flashback sequence, yeah, you lantern is like helping them fight. Yeah, either Stephen Wolf or Darkseid like mentions lanterns. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. Like it was just so very blatant. Like pause and pause for clapping. Spider Verse didn't do that. It's like the little things where you see Tobey Maguire, the little thing where you see Andrew Garfield. They weren't like. And hold for you yeah. recognize. It. It's like it was part of the narrative. Super Mario Brothers yeah. and Spider Verse this year has perfect fan service. Yes, but yeah, like the Flash and maybe just the Flash. I don't know. Flash like wanted you like like let's let's, it, let's it was, hold it, so it, you recognize these people. Yeah, clap because you know that thing. Clap because you know that thing. It's like a, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who's that? That's his Supergirl. Okay, yeah. And it's like, y'all didn't watch fucking Supergirl. Like, <laughs> yeah. You didn't watch the Fuck yourself. And it's like, clap because you see the thing. That's Adam West. Clap for history. And it's like, yeah. no. That's why, like, Michael Keaton, they had to shift the marketing to be more about Michael Keaton. They had to do it. I kind of get it. We try not to die. But a lot of, like, my niece doesn't know what that means to me she's like okay cool yeah it's an old batman i'm like no that is the bat- <laughs> the batman that is, that is uh, yep it's like that doesn't mean anything to a, a, an entire generation nope. of moviegoers that's okay it's not really their fault but it's like toby mcguire it wasn't that long ago that he was spider-man Younger. a lot of these kids grew up with that younger kids of, did not want to get nuts yeah nope we're seeing to you know andrew garfield when they were like you know middle to teenage years and so now they get to it and it's like wow that's awesome they weren't watching michael keaton they probably weren't even watching george clooney like they were probably watching christian bale because that is the equivalent of doing toby mcguire now yeah how old we all are bale just yep. reads that in scene pulls up car gets out of car Fuck no, this is rubbish. It cool. <laughs> he always looked cool, like speeding up in the car and then getting out like in his suits. Like he mm-hmm. uh Christian Bale's my favorite Bruce Wayne, which is controversial. He's my favorite Bruce Wayne because he acts so different as Bruce Wayne versus his Batman. Michael Keaton is my favorite all around. But like sometimes you pick like who's the best at this, who's the best yeah. at this? You could make the you could say like Ben Affleck is the best Batman. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with you. Like everything he does as Batman is like great as Batman. I like those I don't shoes. Find over him as Bruce Wayne, but we haven't gotten to see him like do the Bruce Wayne thing that much. Yeah, Christian Bale, you got to see him do it a lot. Yeah, he was a dickhead. Like you would be like, "There's no way that guy is Batman." Like that guy sucks. Like he's like the Donald <laughs> Trump of, and that's like what you know. That's what you need. So him getting out of the yeah. car would have been cool because it'd been like, oh shit. But it also, I think that would have 
blasted questions. Like people would be like, wait, what the fuck? Does that mean they're doing another one? And I would be like, yes, I'm also interested in knowing if they're going to do another one with Christian Bale. Right, so yeah. my thing is, this is like, it sounds like final, know, and, final thoughts. Let's wrap it up. No, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much of like, it sounds like we're shitting on the flash. We're not. It's just, Oh no, dude. It's this, just like, I am my bad. I like, I don't want to cut you <laughs> off, but it was just like, uh, what, what did we just talk about? Like two or three episodes ago, fucking, uh, fast X is it? We were, sh- yes. it sounded like we were destroying that movie, the whole episode, but we all enjoyed it. Yeah, like I enjoyed, like I said, I gave it 7 out of 10. I just wish I gave it that. I mean, some of the CGI, I get it. Muschietti said it it was a a stylistic thing. Great, but you already know how people are. Yeah, just I'm not killing a whole movie over some bad effects. Yeah, so I think some of it stylistic, not all of it. Not all of it. Yeah, I agree. It look weird. I agree. Like the ending of it with like the Nicholas Case, like the ending part, yeah, stylistic. Some of the other stuff was a little wonky, but I enjoyed it. I just gave it that grade because, you know, you're hearing the hype of it. And not only the hype, you know, I leave the expectations at the door because I got to make my own decision on it. But at the end of the day, this is supposed to be a reboot. And to me, nothing got rebooted. The only thing that changed was. At the end of the day, by, you know, Barry, like like Randy said, moving the tomato cans from the bottom shelf to the top shelf was that he got his dad off and out of jail. And now Clooney is the Batman in that world. That's the only thing that changed. If you think about it, nothing got rebooted. Everybody else is back. And there is, you know, at, you know, when he went back to his timeline, you know, everything was still. Technically, Superman is still Henry Cavill, even though we don't see it. Goggle Dot, everybody is who they are except Batman. And when he went back to his timeline. So that's if that's all you're talking about, that this is going to reboot, it didn't reboot anything for me because I'm expecting this to technically kick off into what we're going to be expecting down the road in 2025. When, and it uh... never did that for me. In Blue, in, in Blue Beetle, when George Lopez calls Batman a fascist, I'm going to be very interested to know which Batman he's talking about, even though they'll, they'll yep. never say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's the only time we will see Batman in that movie. There will be no Supergirl. That poor girl is, like, doing all this press, talking about, like, I can't wait to do it again, and I've had conversations. It's like, babe, you're not paying Supergirl again. I wish you would. You I bet. hope so. Yeah, I it's like... So. I feel like, I, I I feel like, James Gunn's Supergirl is gonna be like the cute blonde. He might even take Aquaman back to like the, you know, high and tight blonde guy. With all his <laughs> characters gonna look different. Remember like Entourage, when like mm-hmm. he joke that Vince was playing was Aquaman. Aquaman, yeah. That would never happen. It's like Aquaman is the highest grossing DC movie of all time. Beats Spider-Man. They can't explain that. And so it's like they're behaving exactly like a studio that like cannot explain their own hits. Like, cause I can't, I'm like, why the fuck did that movie make more than the dark Knight or the dark Knight? Yeah. Like, like your Holy grail and your Mount Rushmore of characters in DC is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman in any order. That is your Holy grail. 
and you have Aquaman being the billion dollar movie. And it came out after Justice League, which was a mass, yeah. like notable flop. And the funny it, thing about it, too, it if you think about it, you still had a Wonder Woman movie. You had two of those. At least you got a Batman movie. I mean, a, a Superman movie. But there was no solo Batman movie, which I think was an, a disservice to Ben Affleck. Hell and yeah. They kept trying to be like, we're, we're, we're not going to make the same things that Marvel's doing. It's like just, it's like Breaking Bad. Do it. Just do it. Do Give the Flash a movie first. You can put the little Easter eggs like the Flash being in Suicide Squad's cute little wink. Like, oh yeah, he exists already. We know what we're doing. Then give him his movie. Don't wait. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or at least do it cool. Like, do the Snyder Justice League and have that pay off to something. And it's like, no. No. Well, the funny thing is, Nick, you, you said it too. They did the, the little Easter eggs in the first Shazam. Remember? When, he goes, when they go into the bedroom, you know, when, um, uh, what's his name, goes up there. I can't remember the names now. But he opens up his droid. You got the Batwing boomerang that he bought or whatever, or I don't know if you got it like on eBay or something where they had little Easter eggs that Batman existed in that world. You didn't show it, it but, but that was it. You know what I mean? That's all you need. Then they, they, they abandoned that like quick. Yeah. It's very sad. The Supergirl's hot. That's my final thought. Just, just absolute smoke show. <laughs> awesome in the role. I hope she gets to do it more. I hope they move her over. Give her a God. Well, that's my big takeaway. That's what we close on. I'll be yes. back. Finish this episode up. Uh, next episode, we're gonna do the uh, third quarter preview. So, do your homework, ladies. It's rec league. Hey y'all. Hey yo, getting sick of bitches and they intentions. These lyrical inventions keeping me from crackhead itches. These writings that I be spitting be hitting. Y'all can't make no decisions without permissions. Other teams need a wheelchair. Indiana got a walker. Tell your side of history and events get altered. You saying that you watching, homie? Just admit that you a stalker. You fence to catch a case, you better have a well-paid lawyer. Just an observation, but y'all lack the fundamentals. Y'all credentials exposed that you inexperienced using pencils. This shit is simple. How y'all biting the only accurate record is the dentals. Stay stunting for the socials, don't forget to return the rentals. My name is Randy. Well-known prick, steady talking shit. Only time you cross the line is when you taking back a brick. Embellish all that capping just to get your ass a click. Can't keep it real with yourself, too busy trying to ride a dick. And chill... Until the next episode.